episode of Ion Horror. I'm your host, Miles, and I'm also joined by my co-host. What up, Josh? What's up? That was a good one. Yeah, thank you. I think I threw my voice out. Um, <laughs> and then we've also got Chris. What up? Ayo, I need to hear you say, I've fallen and I can't get up in that high on horror <laughs> voice, please. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> Grandma, I'll come save you for the well. Lassie! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having chest pains. <laughs> uh, what else do old people say? My hip. <laughs> anyway. There's some bad weather coming our way. <laughs> Would you like some cookies? <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> I have too much fun with that stupid button. Um, so, you boys do anything spooky this week? Josh, go for it, Chris. Oh, putting me <laughs> on it. Light up in okay, here. so I watched. I watched something spooky. That was shitty. It was really bad. So you can avoid this. Um, I watched Neil Blomkamp's um, Oats Studio on Netflix. It's a collection of shorts um, that have some pretty interesting CGI and like kind of weird little short story sci-fi concepts. The show sucks. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> it was absolute garbage. I like Neil Blomkamp, but Jesus Christ, it was so bad. And I think one has Sigourney Weaver in it, but I only watched like two or three, and I was like, this is trash. I'm never watching this. So yeah, that versus Masters of Horror, which one's worse? Masters of Horror. (laughs) (laughs) Every day of the week, twice on Sundays and four times on Easter Sunday. (laughs) Awesome. So Uh, what about you, Josh? Uh, I didn't do anything spooky, but since we are doing a Friday the Thirteenth movie, finally, uh, I'll talk about. I have a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo. I have my Jason, my little Jason tattoo. It's his mask, and I love it so much. I got it for twenty dollars on a Halloween sale. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it was awesome. Hell yeah! What about you, buddy? What's your spooky thing? Uh, I super got sucked into this movie right before we were recording called Spell on Amazon Prime. Have you heard of this? No. No. Um, Well, it's like. What's that movie? Misery meets Get Out. It's uh, it's been pretty interesting. The, the <laughs> Racist, is, racist misery. It's, I mean, in a way, uh, it says a man crash lands in rural Appalachia. I almost said it the way we say Appalachia. A man crashes <laughs> in rural Appalachia and awakens in the attic of a traditional hoodoo practitioner. He desperately tries to break free of her dark magic and save his family from the sinister ritual before the rise of the blood moon but it's super compelling the lead dude has more charisma than any human deserves to have he's <laughs> so charming it's upsetting and uh yeah it's uh, so far it's been pretty good they they land in a desert first and that's not what this area has so uh the appalachian desert, desert. The Appalachian <laughs> Desert, yeah. I'm, I suppose it's Ohio. I it's don't the know. valley. The valley's the desert. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some super creepy characters in it. And um, are you guys familiar with Hoodoo? You ever heard of Hoodoo? No. No, is it like voodoo? In a way. In a way. It's usually healing magic. But, yeah, in uh, in my specific hometown, there's a famous case uh, of Ray Myers Hollow, 
where the the abridged version is a dude was practicing hoodoo and everyone decided he put a curse on them so they went in his house and they murdered him like a bunch they just kept murdering him because he kept getting back up because of his hoodoo magic and uh that's about five minutes from my house did anyone say that hoodoo that you do <laughs> i mean yeah I, all the songs i know that have voodoo in them, the <laughs> audience will not know any who's uh yeah confirmed so that 50 a... cent has a hoodoo spell on him <laughs> <laughs> unkillable <laughs> <laughs> this dude they literally they beat him with logs and they thought he was dead and then he got back up and they straight up strangled him and hung him and he got back up and then they lit him on fucking fire Jason and he Voorhees was still style. standing there. Yeah, for real. This dude was Jason Voorhees, except a hoodoo practitioner. That's so. like the maybe that's scene. Jason's thing. Maybe he's got a hoodoo curse on him. <laughs> maybe that's the that's like the scene from Lord of the Rings, the Battle of Helm's Deep. He's like Legolas, bring him down. <laughs> I was thinking more like it's when they try and get the glove off Thanos in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair too. So today we're speaking of unkillable death machines. We're talking about Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand and nine. The remake, uh, baby. The bah, remake. Bah, bah. Michael no, Bay jizzed all over this franchise. Platinum Number, dooms all up in you. Number twelve. What you want? <laughs> what you want? Friday the twelfth, the thirteenth. Get fucked. <laughs> Thursday the twelfth. <12th. laughs> I'm, so, only, I'm um, only saying the 12th because this is the 12th one. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, story that we've I've already covered on this show, but some people are definitely going to tune in just for this one since it's like a, a big movie. Um, it's summer first, camp month, baby. It's summer camp month. Um, so, the first time I saw this movie, me and my buddies stayed up all night long pounding five-hour energies and rock star energy drinks, watching all of them up to this point. And uh, literally, I ordered Jason Goes to Hell on the night we started, and it arrived right before we went <laughs> to see this movie. So we managed to get them all in and then went to the midnight premiere of this. And let me tell you, you want to talk about cosplay, these dudes came in with fucking hockey masks and just, like, serial killer shirts. It was so many neck beards. It was wild. <laughs> I imagine the neck beards. Yes, there were so many. Long hair, heavy metal shirts. What was you guys' lives like when you first encountered this movie? The year uh, was 2009. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 22. Yeah. And uh, life was pretty dank. Um, That's about it. That's all. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. I was 16 when this came out. So I was stoked. I fucking love Jason. I remember watching all of them. Like this is back. I didn't have any of these movies because my parents don't watch horror movies. So like I wasn't buying any of these DVDs. And I had like before this one. When was the last time they even freaking released one? It'd been like Jason Freddy X. Versus Jason. Yeah. Okay. I did see that one. But before that, Jason X was like I guess the the film that was released before that, and I did not see that one in theaters. So I hadn't seen all of them. I had watched the original and the second and then like scattered ones. So I was like buying video on demand on direct TV, just <laughs> popping off. And I remember watching the Jason goes to New York one in particular. 
And I was like, what the hell is even happening in this franchise <laughs> at this point? I was like, but I still like it. But like, what the fuck? This is like so different. And then, you know, I was very hype after Freddy vs. Jason. That's like one of my favorites from that time period. And I remember going to see this opening weekend with all my friends. And God, it was freaking awesome. And I remember being <laughs> so hype about the entire cast getting murdered in the first like 10 minutes. It was so good. Yeah. Jason X was my first horror movie. I was pretty into it. No, uh, <laughs> That's a perfect introduction to horror. Yep. The campers that take off their tops and they go, we love premarital sex. I was like, I love these movies. Would these you like to smoke movies. marijuana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was like seven. So when did that come out? Like 2000? So 2001? Yeah. Yeah. I was 10 when I was introduced to horror and uh, pretty fucking great. And uh, yeah. So... That was my introduction to horror. Speaking of the Jason Goes to New York one, a couple months ago at this point, we dropped an episode where Josh and I streamed it. We do all of them. It's pretty great on Four Nerds by Nerds. And uh, Jason Goes to New York is a real special one because they take a ship from Camp Crystal Lake to New York. Yeah, oh, they Jason do. Jason Goes to Manhattan, people. Whatever. Jason you goes two to classless Manhattan. sons of bitches. <laughs> New York. Jason Goes to New York, not Manhattan. <laughs> I love that one, dude. It's even got that song in it. Yeah. They went to the future and got Alicia Keys and Jay-Z to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so these are not the movies at hand. We're talking about the remake. Yeah. We're talking about Michael Bay's 2009 version. This movie's a wild ride for the first 20 minutes, no doubt. I feel so, like it's a wild ride the whole way through. I thought it was pretty well-paced. Yeah, the, the kills are definitely, like, one after the other. It's not, like, clusters of them, which other movies are clustered, and then there's lags in between. But uh, this one, we open with the first movie, the classic. We see uh, Mama Voorhees just wrestling around with a camp counselor who decapitates her with a machete. And it's shot really cool. It's so dark that it's pretty much like black and white, basically. Yeah, it's uh, this movie is at least three of the movies in the franchise in one movie. But as we were watching it, it was like, wait, but these are elements from every movie in this. Pretty so much, it's yeah. it's a love letter to the the franchise. Me and Miles discussed a lot last night when we were watching this why people hate this movie, and we we figured we we're pretty on agreeance that it's just because it's a remake and remakes have fucking stank on them people hate remakes for some reason but this movie's fucking awesome agreed by the way i realized michael bay produced this didn't direct yeah. it some yeah, german he produced guy all these named marcus nispel yeah this is his production company platinum dunes so he did mm. he did all the remakes he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he did this, he did Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Hills Have Eyes, all those. Honestly, well, I trust this guy. Honestly, all of those are pretty good. But people yeah. talk about them like they're shit, just because remakes are just in, taken in regard as bad movies for some reason. Yeah, I, mean, I don't get it. People are tripping. Yeah, they're not horror fans. They're the ones watching these movies going, this movie has, blood. <laughs> this movie has dope kills, tons of titties, weed it's, it's uh, everything you need <laughs> it's perfect friday the 13th it really is 
So after we get the opening scene, we cut to our uh, our group of quote unquote teenagers, definitely in their thirties for this yeah. movie, and uh, they are looking for a secret grove of marijuana. Hell yeah! And, one guy and, loves GPS. Yeah, one guy fucking loves GPS. He just talks about it nonstop. So he's just super into GPS. There's a horny couple, and then there's the the main couple, which is a girl who's been traumatized. What happened to her that she was traumatized? Was it her mom died? It would make sense. She saw a dog get hit by a car. <laughs> well, shit, that would traumatize me. <laughs> I think her mom died because of the parallel with Jason. And she kind of resembles Jason's mom just a smidge. And uh, they decide in the night to go exploring the camp nearby. Yeah, not a good move. (laughs) Not a good move. Josh, what does this uh, camp look like? It's Camp Crystal Lake, but it's all worn down because it's been 20 years. You got buildings with, like, dilapidated fallen-in roofs. But that doesn't stop these teenagers from walking right in. And, uh... They find Jason's bed, and and then they they hear some rumblings, and they decide they got to get the fuck out of there. But they I, can't get the fuck out of there because Jason is on the scent. <laughs> Dude, I love the the look of the camp in this movie. Yeah, it's real creepy. Super. But me and Miles were discussing the the bunkhouses are fucking enormous. You know, one bedrooms and shit like yeah. they got full dressers and stuff like the summer camps don't look like this. Jason has a teddy bear on his bed. It doesn't look particularly slept in, but like if you got a bed, why would you choose not to sleep in it and sleep in in the dirt? But he Jason's sleeps in the a... underground tunnels that he built. <laughs> yes, underground tunnels, <laughs> inexplicable electricity, and uh, yep. So Jason is there. He, like, slams the door, and he crawls underneath the house, and he starts jamming his machete up through. Oh, they found uh, his mom's head. That was the moment where we were like, oh, shit, we got to go. And Jason is just stabbing his machete up through it, and he gets the dude, like, in the legs and in the hand, and it's so brutal. It is, it is fucking insane. Blood. Blood. Like, it just, the, the special effects are fucking dope in this movie. That's something that I feel like may one of the reasons why I like all of these the Platinum Dooms Dunes films is like I feel like the the effects work is always really really good and the brutality looks super realistic. Yeah, they're very brutal. I it like it a lot. I like it when the people die. So he like bursts up through the floor and grabs the boyfriend and the boyfriend's like get the fuck out of here as he's getting literally chopped in half and it's fucking brutal as shit. Jason looks awesome. He's got his kind of bag head from part two, but it's more like a wrap around his head, and it looks scary as fuck. Yeah, it does. That's something this movie has that the other ones don't. It's actually scary. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely terrifying. And uh, so the girl runs out into the night. She trips, and... Uh, oh, no, she gets, she gets moving pretty quick. And uh, meanwhile, at the camp, two of them are getting down. And uh, the one chick with her big fake boobies, they have like this Austin Powers esque like <laughs> shadow puppet show of sex. And while the other guy who loves GPS decides to put in his AirPods and walk down into the night, and he finds the marijuana field. But Jason's right the fuck there. Jason's like, "Hey there, this is my weed." 
and <laughs> fucking just chops his ear off and stabs him and really fucks him up. Dude, poor guy. Poor guy. He died with his GPS in hand like he always wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everybody else has a girlfriend there, and he's got his fucking GPS. <laughs> That's his partner. That's all he needs. <laughs> did this guy fuck his satellite phone? Let's be real. Did he fuck it? He definitely did. The answer is yes, folks. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> he definitely jayed off while looking at him. <laughs> so uh, he gets got, and Jason puts down a bear trap. But in the commotion, the sexton stops, and the boyfriend has to go out and be like, come on, man, stop whacking off in the woods. We know we're putting on a really crazy show that the only person who could be watching it is you, and there's no reason why you wouldn't be watching it. Stop it. And he steps in the bear trap, and his fucking foot gets degloved. Oh, yeah. Like, rips the skin down his ankle. It's so <laughs> gnarly. Yucky, what is that yucky. actor from? He's Superstore. In, uh, yeah. He's Jonah from Superstore, and he, it was fun to see him get his ankles chomped on and then a machete to the face. Yeah, he gets got in a few seconds, and uh, the girlfriend... Jason cuts through the sli- the the uh, the tent, stuffs her in a sleeping bag, and puts her over the fire like a oh, fucking spit roast. That was horrific. Out of everything that happens in this opening scene, this is by far the worst. She yeah. cooks like one of those steam bags of vegetables that you put in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> she gets cooked alive inside her sleeping bag. She eventually gets out, but she's dead at that point. When she lands on the ground, there's, like, steam coming out of her mouth and her eyes. It's It's like, Jesus Christ. And then uh, Main Girl happens on the scene and just trying to help uh, help the dude get out of the bear trap. Jason shows up and splits his head in two, and it looks like he's straight up just heave-ho, vertical slice onto the Main Girl, but it cuts away. Friday the 13th, title Friday screen. Friday the 13th. 24 and a half minutes. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the opening of this one. I thought it was cool. It reminds me of Days of Future Past. <laughs> it is such a weird twist that, like, you think these are your main characters, but it's like, no, they're all dead. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like, okay. And then you get the traditional introduction because they didn't really give us the character intro of these people. You know, like, we weren't invested in him, except for the GPS guy who wants to have sex with a robot. He could have been Elon Musk. (laughs) Stoned Elon Musk from Joe Rogan. (laughs) We cut to uh, a group of friends going to the biggest douchebag in the world's family's cabin. So what do we have in this group? We got Blonde Bimbo. We got Jock Asshole. We got token black guy, we have silly Asian man, and we have uh, super slut and the regular final girl yeah, archetypes. Girl. Um, so they go to this gas station where we're introduced to Clay, dude on a motorcycle who's looking for his sister, who is the m- final girl of the first group. Yeah, Sam Winchester from Supernatural. Yes. Uh, Jared whatever. Padalecki. Padalecki, who is a giant man, and we didn't realize until we were watching this. <laughs> he's like 6'4". W- he's way too big for the motorcycle they have him on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a clown motorcycle. <laughs> what else is um, he in? Why do I know his name? House of Wax. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that movie's horrible, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, and I think he's definitely best known for Supernatural, yeah, for which fifteen seasons of Supernatural. Ah, uh, okay. The world only ends four or five times in that show. <laughs> we should one thousand percent do House of Wax so we can commentate on Paris Hilton getting killed. Yes. Hell yeah! Yes, it's got should. a what's her name in it? The one from Girl Next Door. You know that movie? Ooh, I a do. Blonde chick. Yeah. Well, you know who I'm thinking about right now? Elijah Dushku. Parisian Ramada. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Also known as Paris Hilton. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. It's fun. I get it now. <laughs> Paris Hilton aside, uh, Clay is giving everybody flyers looking for his sister and the biggest douchebag in the world is behind him going hey fuck off dude like we're trying to buy fritos and gas yeah he's like you want to buy something or get the fuck out of the way and uh his girlfriend's like dude what the fuck (laughs) and he's like no this dude's being an asshole he's not not at all no so uh they get their goods he goes to ride away in his motorcycle but he makes a point to put a uh, missing sign on their windshield and uh, they they get to the cabin. Cabin's real nice. It's a yeah, real it's... nice cabin. <laughs> um, That's our Jason voice for any of you that don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he goes into the. They all go to the cabin and start drinking games and smoke pot and do all the the horny teenager things. <laughs> naked water skiing. <laughs> yep. Uh, is that what comes next? Is naked water skiing? Uh, no. No. What comes next is Jared Padalecki talking to your favorite character, Crazy Hillbilly. Yeah, that's right, Crazy <laughs> Hillbilly man. Uh, the actor who is in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think it's episode two or three. Uh, entitled D is re- dating a retarded person. <laughs> And um, it, he's like a rapper in that, and he's not retarded. And uh, yeah, they—it's uh, pretty great episode. And in this one, I, he basically plays the redneck version of the same character. He's like, "I found a whole mess of weed out there. You want to buy some?" And uh, the Clay is like, "No." And Clay makes off on his merry way. <laughs> and the redneck dude opens up a hustler and licks it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the move right there. Yeah. <laughs> that is the move, ladies and gentlemen. If you're wondering what you could do to make your life better, that's it. <laughs> yeah, crack open a centerfold and lick some paper vagina. You hear that paper, that crisp paper just go, and then it's like. <laughs> <laughs> your life just got better. Boom. He then decides to go into his murder barn and flirt with a mannequin, talking about how the mannequin took his virginity. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> like, you're still tired. <laughs> Fucking Jason's like, did you steal my weed, bitch? And uh, he goes there and he slices that dude's throat and finds the hockey mask. Yeah, he does. We also get our first clean look at Jason without the mask. What do you guys think Jason's, like, actual bare face and leathery head? How do you feel about it? It's, his face is fucked up, which is nice, but his neck is disturbing looking. It's, like, rubbery and shit. He looks I more of, like, like a it. hills have eyes type of person. I like it. It's weird. What do you like about it? You it's like the weird shiny neck? Fuck. 
It's weird as fuck, but I like that. Well, I like specifically that it's fast, but you know what he kind of looks like? I, I'm trying to think of the name of the cartoon character, but he looks like a freaking. He also kind of looks like uh, the guy from the Goonies. Sloth. Hey, you guys. Sloth. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But, he's, got, he's a little slothy. Uh, if I remember the name of the cartoon character I'm thinking of, I'll, I'll tell you guys Like at some point. <laughs> I can't point imagine what this is. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Just like yeah. a rabbit. I, I like it. I thought it looked fine. I mean, compared to some of the other yeah. Jason faces that we've gotten over the years, yeah, I was cool with this one. <laughs> yeah. I was completely fine with this one. So he kills the redneck guy and finds the hockey mask and, and dons it immediately. And he checks himself out in the mirror. He's like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Fierce. <laughs> fierce. <laughs> um, then we cut back to uh, drinking games. They're playing beer pong. And uh, douchebag number two and blonde bimbo decide they're going to take the other guy's boat and do some topless water skiing. And uh, while all that's going on, Jason fucking puts a, a bow and arrow through the dude's head, and the topless girl gets hit by the boat and swims underneath the dock, where we get perhaps one of the greatest kills of all time. What happens, Chris? Wait, can we just take a beat for a second and commend Jason that he's been keeping up with his archery practice? Because he fucking <laughs> nails that guy full speed on a fucking motorboat yeah halfway across a lake he's got yeah. some skills he is a he's straight like fucking marksman. robin hood <laughs> yeah dude oh my god he, like, licks his finger and feels the wind <laughs> <laughs> i love that kill i thought it was so good and it's like i do you do we ever see jason use a weapon like that like a projectile uh first no time. no uh he used a a harpoon gun once what <laughs> yeah he used yeah. a spear gun he uses I think it's the in third one. Three, and then he uses it in eight, but he just stabs somebody with it. He doesn't shoot it. I love that. Fucking okay. dope. Fucking dope. Um, yeah. So the the scene that you were leading up to, Miles, uh, the blonde bimbo swims under the dock after getting. Well, did you say already that she got run over by the boat? <laughs> yeah. 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 First of all, she's just kind of stunned. It's like dude, you would be—you'd probably be decapitated. Worst nightmare, right there. That shit is actually horrifying to get run over by a boat. Um, but yeah, so she swims up under the dock, and she's like being all quiet, and you get like the, ch -ch -ch -ah -ah -ah. and she's freaked out, and then Jason just fucking slams the machete down through the floorboards of the dock into the top of her head and we get this great shot where it just like comes down. The practical effects work here is great and it hits her right in the center top of her head and she like looks up like cross-eyed up at the where the blade is. It's awesome. Also, he pulls her up so then you also get the boob report. <laughs> <laughs> Second boobs of the movie. Didn't mention that the first ones but two pairs of silicone so far and uh yes bitch spent 30k on them so she gotta show them off in this movie <laughs> they look um, they look fantastic yes one it of the best kills in this movie yeah it just really ties the whole scene together so then back we're playing beer pong again and we're talking shoot the boot shoot the boot 
so gross. It's so gross. They, they pour beer in the Asian guy's shoe, and he tries to make the douchebag drink it. No one will drink it, so he drinks out of his own shoe. Love the Asian guy. Yeah, he's, he's the best. The best. From Disturbia, he plays the same character essentially. <laughs> yep. Um, and meanwhile, Clay has showed up at the cabin to hand out flyers. And Final Girl's like, I'll help you find your sister. Because Douchebag's like, get the fuck out of my house. And uh, so she's like, fuck you, boyfriend. And she goes with him into the woods. And uh, they go to Camp Crystal Lake. Yep. And Jason is looking for him. And he's he's like, you know where you are? In these fucking canoes. And he's just one-handed <laughs> throwing canoes across the camp. Yeah, they see Jason like bringing that girl's body back to the camp. And they kind of hide out, but they left their bag out in the open. So he's like, I know you're here. <laughs> this is where we find out the, that his, his sister is the one that is still alive. She's trapped in these like catacombs underneath the camp. Somehow Jason dug giant tunnels all underground. Doesn't and really make any sense. all these lights that work fine. Yeah. He's paying the electric bill, as Josh said. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, he whips on these giant spotlights. It's like, there would be no electricity. This place has been closed for 20 years. It's Um, hoodoo magic. It's hoodoo (laughs) magic, yes. (laughs) Um, So they end up going back to the cabin, and they're like, dude, there's a fucking killer out there right now. And, uh, oh, yeah, before they get there, the real boob report. So we get, uh, there's some dancing going on. Everyone's having a good time. Super, super, super smoke show of the uh, the girl from, uh, she's from the beginning of the movie. She's flirting with the Asian guy. And her name, the actress, is named Juliana Gulil. And uh, look her up in your free time, folks. Uh, she, her name uh, is, she's an angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's flirting with the Asian guy. And uh, they light a shot on fire, and she's like, go ahead, take this shot. And he burns his lip on it, and he falls backwards and smashes a family heirloom. (laughs) So he's like, I can fix this. And he goes out to the tool shed. While he's out at the tool shed, Smoking Hot Chick is like, you know who I'm going to fuck? The biggest douchebag in the world. So they go to the bedroom, and uh, you get the the greatest boobies of all time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's got these big naturals they're fantastic and uh, she's trying to make a sex tape with him and I think the subtext is she's going to try and blackmail him because he's rich and uh, so they're doing it pretty good and the Asian dude is out in the uh, out in the tool shed somebody take it away what happens in this tool shed the tool shed the shed of the tools so our favorite character, our hero in this story, if you will, goes down to the tool shed and is milling about looking for something to repair the broken family artifact. And boy, does that not work out for him. He like scares himself multiple times because he's also like the most fucked up in the house. He's like high yeah, and drunk. He's- He's glugging like ancient booze <coughs> that's in the the in the shed and stuff. Like he's like fucking rich people. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget exactly what item he was going to uh, to go find out there, but as he's bebopping around out there, he freaking see like he like runs into Jason basically. Does one of those the old trope where you just kind of like walk backwards into him. 
he has a hockey stick and he goes, this completes your outfit. Would you like to have it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's tragic. Homeboy gets straight crushed. A screwdriver in the fucking throat slowly, slowly just puts that Phillips head right in there. And uh, that's it for our favorite character. So all these characters are super fun, except for the blonde bimbo and douchebag number two. Like, they're the only two that we don't really get much of them, except that they're douchebags. Yeah. But they're all, yeah, they're all just fucking body counts anyways. Yeah. Um, so while the two are fucking in the other room, black guy smokes and doesn't clear his bong. I still have, uh, I'm still very frustrated about that. <laughs> He's like, goes to beat off looking at like a Sears catalog and he gets bugged out because of all the taxidermy on the walls are looking at him. <laughs> He's just going to start jaying off in the fucking common living room where everyone can be. <laughs> <laughs> He's stoned. He's not thinking right. And that's when Clay, and I think her name is like Jenna or something, they uh, they burst in and they're like, we need to call the fucking cops right the fuck now. He's like, are you fucking with me because I'm stoned right now? <laughs> and um, <laughs> the girl goes and is banging on the door where uh, the super hot chick is banging her boyfriend. No qualms. She yeah. has no issue with that whatsoever. Doesn't stop. Just keeps riding mad dick, and it's beautiful. The cardio on this girl. She <laughs> she does what no woman has ever done before, which is ride to completion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Step up your game, ladies. You're lazy. <laughs> Chris oh put his hand God. on his face. I think it's the first time I made him do that before. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so they're looking for a phone and the power goes out and, uh, that's not a good sign. Of course, there's no reception because they're in the middle of nowhere. Scary. You guys ever go in the middle of nowhere and you don't have reception already. You're kind of tense. I live in the middle of nowhere with no reception. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) Um, so then uh, then they figure, oh, the the Asian guy is in the house or in the the tool shed. We got to save him. So the black guy fucking gets a walk. Come on now. And he uses it as a Captain America shield and he gets a fire poker and he's like, I'm real fast. No one can catch me. And it turns out he's right because he goes marching down there to fight Jason and he like wriggles out of Jason's arms and stabs the fuck out of his leg. Ooh, and yeah, uh he He's goes running. He gets a projectile weapon to the back. An axe. Jason throws an axe and buries it in his fucking spine. Dude, yeah. I loved that he used the walk as a Captain America shield. <laughs> One yep. of the most memorable parts of the entire movie for me. He's like, <laughs> the hero we needed. <laughs> but not the one we deserved. <laughs> And Jason's using him as bait. Yep. He's where he's screaming, and Jason's just standing there waiting for someone else to come out to help him. No one does, so he flips him over and slams him down, and the axe comes through his chest. Yeah, oh. Again, the kills in this movie are so good because there's not a single CGI one. It's all practical. Practical always wins. Always. That's right. That's right. Another um, one. Another <laughs> one. 
So then Super Hot Chick decides to wander around the house in the dark. And uh, the douchebag runs upstairs to get a gun. Oh, this part's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This part's um, so fucking funny. Uh, Hot Chick gets Silent Night deadly knighted. And gets fucking, he grabs her from behind, Jason does, and he throws her against, like, a deer, uh, deer skull that's got the horns, you know? Very small antlers. <laughs> yeah, so they killed a baby deer. <laughs> 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 so, she did. And, uh, that's somehow the cops are coming, but they didn't get in contact with the cops. Or maybe just before the power went out, they called 911. So, cop is on his way. Douchebag cop, stereotypical. He gets there, and Jason, like, spider monkeys onto him. Just, like, reaches down and <laughs> fucking gets him. Yeah, he, like, jumps down and then shoves a fire poker through his head. Out his eyeball. That was yep, crazy. So, all hope is gone. We're down to three survivors. Um, so, then Douchebag runs up the stairs and just starts shooting through doors. And they uh, they realize that the, the slut is dead. And uh, they, they're like, you know what? Let's beat feet. And they run out the door, try and get into the cop car. They can't. Uh, they, they radio, like, officer down, come save us. And Jason is on their heels. So Douchebag runs off on his own because he clearly doesn't give a shit about his girlfriend. And uh, he, he drops his gun into the lake because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, and he just runs and runs and runs. He almost gets hit by a random tow truck, and Jason just impales him onto the tow truck. When he threw then, the when he threw the home girl out the window down onto the oh, car, yeah. like <laughs> nice little nod to uh, what is it, the final chapter? Yeah, with the with the amazing gif of the body <laughs> just getting yeeted off the second story of the house. <laughs> Jason throws his dude on the fucking tow truck, and he's still alive as the tow truck drives off. And oh, my like God. Arms and legs are kicking around, and it's so awesome. Yeah, that if part's there's a sequel, gnarly. this dude's making it to the sequel, though. An off-screen death. That's... He's going to drive by in onesie. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have no legs. Yeah, dude's dead as shit. <laughs> um, so then we're down to the two survivors. They run to the camp and realize there's tunnels underground, and they find his sister. Okay, question for you guys. At this point in the movie, does it start to lose you a little bit? This is like the one weak point of the whole film for me. No, I do. I thought I was fine with it. I don't it really care about the, out. I don't care about the tunnels. I want to see them in the camp. I don't care about the tunnels. And I don't even think the sister was needed. Like I don't feel like Jason would keep a hostage. Yeah. It's cuz she looks like mom and he has a little locket with mom's picture so he's just always doing double takes at her. Like who? Yeah, I mean they made, they made it make sense, but it, I don't think it was necessary. I watched the extras on the DVD, and basically Michael Bay was like, "We had to decide: can Jason run or is he teleporting?" And we decided to ground it in reality. So how does he get from place to place so fast? And we decided to put in tunnels. But like, I think he called them miners' tunnels. But who is mining under a lake? This Who's doesn't make any under sense. A fucking boys and girls summer camp. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any damn sense. But it does go on a little bit. They decide to break a chain with a, a rock. Never had to do that. I don't know yeah, how hard it is, but yeah. it seems difficult. I bet those people from Saw were wishing they had a fucking rock, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> Zep mob. 
Zep mob, Zep hive, rise up. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, they get the girl free, and they start to run, and final girl number two gets got in the tunnels. Jason and just, like, fucking cuts her in half. Boyaka. I remember when I saw it in theaters, I did not expect that to happen. I was like, oh, I, th- I thought she was the final girl. <laughs> we freed that sister, and she was like, I'm taking your spot, bitch. <laughs> this is my rightful fucking creed right here. And, uh, they crawl out, and there happens to be a bus turned on its side with the door that it goes into the tunnels so they climb out and clay gets into a pretty big fist fight with jason and i'm like clay's a big dude he towers over jason turns out i was wrong jason is even bigger and jason beats the fuck out of him he's like picking him up and slamming him through the windows and shit pretty awesome um the girl gets out and she runs into a murder shed is it the same murder shed as in the beginning of the movie yeah, it's the, it's the it's the hillbillies murder shit. Yeah, so like they had to tie him in somehow. He can't just be a random kill with a hockey mask. Um, and there's a wood chipper in there, because of course there is. Fully functional midsummer, so why wouldn't? Well, it the hillbilly had been doing some wood chipping. Had he? Okay, that's yeah. right. When they found him, he was wood chipping. Been chipping some wood. He was like, "You snuck up on me there, supernatural. You want to buy some weed?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so Jason is coming at him. Uh, Clay is still alive, so there's more wrestling going on. And the girl wraps a chain around his neck and throws the other end of the chain into the wood chipper. And Jason gets sucked in. Yeah. But just the back of his head. The back of his head just gets chipped up a little bit. Yeah, and they're like, and he's dead. I wish they would have. She stabs him through the chest with his own machete. Sorry, I was still thinking about what you said about the Michael Bay interview, and I wish they would have just done the teleportation. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just, like, silently contemplating that. It's like, why would you not do the teleportation? Yeah. It's fucking Tie Jason. Tie perfectly to the hoodoo magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought the wood chipper scene looked really good, though. And it was intense. <laughs> Doesn't she say something real dumb, though? She's like, you're grounded, bitch, or something. She says, say hi to mom for me. Yeah, I think she should have said you're grounded. Mm. <laughs> Mommy's disappointed in you. She should have said, you want to buy some weed? <laughs> My so, brother's on Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, they drag him out to the edge of the lake, throw him in and throw his machete in and throw his mask in. Why? Is it yeah. a dream? Proper burial. The man's know. been through a lot. I don't know why they took him out to the fucking lake, dude. They don't want none of that bad hoodoo juju on them. Maybe they were worried about getting arrested. Yeah, they were gonna hide this body. There's weed everywhere. We gotta do something about this. <laughs> so they cover their tracks, they throw him in the lake, and we get the classic jump stare scare where he jumps up through the dock and he grabs the girl and the movie ends. Yep. And now he can teleport. <laughs> and now he can teleport, yes. Put that mask back on real quick underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thoughts. Movie absolutely slaps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Movie's fucking amazing. If you don't like this movie, honestly, I don't, like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say. If you're not a fan of this remake... And you're like some kind of weird purist about the Friday the 13th movies. Let me just 
be the one to break it to you. Jason goes to fucking Manhattan and punches someone's head off their body. He also looks like a straight <laughs> alien and fights people with telekinesis. Don't tell me that this movie is not good. He's also been to space. <laughs> <laughs> and hell. Oddly enough, the space one's the least out there of them, in my opinion. Motherfucker yeah. went to Earth too, people. <laughs> And they give him, they're like, oh, he heals magically in this one. And it's like, oh, they never explained that in the other ones. Yeah. I love this movie. This is one that, like, it's cool that they, like, I, I know people hate on remakes. But it's cool that for the time when I was in high school, I was still able to go see a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Like, a, a modernized one. A... Friday the 13th movie, a Halloween, like all of the classic amazing horror films were remade for my generation and that was fucking sick. So I, I this will always hold a special place in my heart, especially because Jason is one of my favorite, if actually my favorite killer. So Hell yeah. I think that's three for three there. Sniffing out a Kokoa Shaw approved here. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're hitting at it. Josh, do you have any final thoughts on this? I, I really loved it. I loved it a lot more than I... I remember liking it when I saw it in theaters, but I, I really enjoyed it this time around. So, it was brutal, lots of good nudity, and it's just, it's just a great, great experience all around. I saw it twice in the theater, and it was fucking dope. And, <laughs> uh, of course, like it will forever hold a special place in my heart because it was a real event for us. Uh, what up, Jesse? We talked about this. He was on my Friday the 13th episode of Distump. And, uh, yeah, that was, it's holds a very special place in my heart for many reasons. I very much enjoyed this, uh, rating system thinking, uh, thinking hustler licks <laughs> five hustler licks. Yeah. Five confirmed. Kakoa Shaw ride again. Fuck yeah. Kaka! Kaka! <laughs> All right, people. That's Friday the 13th, 2009. Thank you for listening to Camp Month. I don't know where this falls in it. We're, and, doing, uh, we're doing them in order. This is number two. What do we got left? We got the burning and what else? Fear Street 1984. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Look forward to that, people. Um, so, yeah, we are. I think we've come out with a camp shirt by then. If not, I'll make it. Um, so we should have a Camp tomb, Tombstoner shirt. Um but to get that, you go to hhpod.threadless.com. Get yourself some sweet, sweet merch. We fought a skunk once so together as, as a unit. Josh attacked a skunk because he had to pee real bad. And, skunk uh, had it coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> skunk had it coming. He fucking hit it in the head. You're welcome. With chalk. You're welcome. You didn't have to sleep in the car. <laughs> yep. Appreciate it. Felix Formation! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we battled with skunks. So we have a Leave Us Alone skunk shirt. Uh, we've got She's So Hot shirts. We've got, what else we got? Kakoa Shaw approved. Sloppy breakfast. Sloppy breakfast. We got all the good stuff for the, the diehard fans. So please buy some merch for your own enjoyment. We don't make much money on it, but buy some merch. It's a joy. We also have social media. H on H pod, wherever you get your social media, except Zanga. We didn't, we didn't do Zanga. No, uh, we even have like a live stream on YouTube. Got all that good shit. Yep, it's great shit. Yeah, we do. I feel like this whole episode, Chris has just been like, "Mm-hmm, 
<laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Check us out on all available options except for Zanga. Fuck Zanga. <laughs> Fuck Zanga. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I guess uh, here we are. Just, you know, life's tough, so why not get? I want-